In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the blank space theory. The blank space theory is how girls decide to like guys. And it's a lot more complicated than the list theory. And I'm also a lot less of an expert because obviously I am a dude, not a girl. And so I've had no experience thinking this way or deciding to like someone in this way. But this is how girls decide to like guys. I would be more than happy to hear if there's any other ideas out there from any girls because obviously I'm a guy. I want to learn a little bit more about this. And so if you do have any other ideas, please reach out to me and let me know, and I'd love to talk to you about that. Because the theory is so complicated and so different, I'm going to read a lot in this episode just because I want to make sure that I don't miss anything. And so when I was first contemplating this theory, it made no sense to me. It really, I really had no way of describing it. And then the name came accidentally as I listened to a Taylor Swift song. And that's when... I realize what the foundation of the theory is, and that is that there is a blank space. That there is such a time when girls don't have a crush on anyone, not even a little one. And that someone couldn't have a crush on someone at, at one time. That's, that's something I really just hadn't considered uh, before I was seven, and that was before I knew what a girl was. But for girls, this is reality. Uh, there's just a time where girls don't have a crush. There are spaces of time when, when the space is blank and eventually it's filled. And how it's filled is actually pretty similar to how the list is created for men. A girl will look at various attributes of a man and decide if he fits the space that she's created. The speed of filling the blank space is completely different though for girls. It takes a lot longer to make sure that the man fits the space. After all, there's only one space and so they can't afford to make a mistake. So their criteria is based much more on emotional connection that takes a long time to develop. Each girl has her own individualized criteria. It's kind of like a puzzle piece, and they're trying to see if that man fits into the puzzle piece. They might even try to mold him into that puzzle piece, but he's got to have a certain it factor, a certain something that fits her individualized criteria. Each girl has a different type of individualized criteria. Some examples might be a girl wanting someone who's really confident. And so they look for a guy that's super confident, even if he has no skills or abilities. If he's confident, that's the guy he wants because she wants some form of security or she needs a man who's confident to make up for some lack of self-confidence that she has or something like that. Another might be the project. A girl is looking for a guy who's a bum. The worse off he is, the better because if there's no way to go then up, but up, then then that just makes it easier for her to fulfill the criteria that she's looking for. Obviously, these two are just some examples of criteria, so not every single girl will fall under one of these. Not every single girl's criteria will be looking for a super confident dude or a guy that's a project, but each girl has a very specific thing that they're looking for. A girl has this individualized criteria and subconsciously they know what they want. If they see the guy, they definitely know that that's the person who fills their criteria, but they can't describe it to you. And they can't describe the criteria of another woman, although they would be better off trying to describe the criteria of another woman than they would be trying to describe their own criteria. When guys are choosing who to like and how to fill the list, like I said earlier in the other episode, they tend to focus on the logical and apparent, such as how they look, what they like to do with their free time, and how they interact with others. Uh, when girls are, are looking for a guy to fit their criteria, they look for these qualities as well, but that's only a small portion of criteria. This is why there are ugly dudes with beautiful women and dudes that are jerks with girls that are saints. Girls are looking for something specific, and so they don't have to always, the guy doesn't have to always match all of the apparent criteria they have, like the base level criteria, 
because what they're looking for is that it factor or that puzzle piece uh, fit. And so if they find that, they're willing to kind of not pay as much attention to the things that the guys pay a lot of attention to, those apparent things, those visible things. And so girls simply don't know what they want until they do, but then they're not sure until actually though this is what she wants, maybe. Yeah, this is it for sure. And eventually that sentiment becomes real and the girl takes a little bit longer letting go of the average dude once they break up because they've filled that emotional connection, they've filled that blank space. And so once they break up, it's a little bit harder for them to just jump on to the next person. As emotional relationships develop, the woman arbitrarily labels the man. There seems to be no exact rhyme or reason. And as I implied before, half the time the woman herself cannot even make up her own mind to know whether she's labeled the man correctly. Is he really just a friend? Well, maybe, but he could be more. But do I want him to be more? Well, yeah, but I also don't want to ruin the friendship. Boom, the man is friend-zoned and he does not fill the blank space. And contrary to popular guy opinion, once a girl friend-zones you, you're done. Even if she's on your list, that's not how it works for her. If she friend-zones you, you fill the, a specific other criteria, the friend criteria. I don't know if there's necessarily a name for that, but you haven't filled the blank space and you really have no shot of filling the blank space at that point. There might be an exception. I like to call it the long con and we'll talk about that in another episode, but essentially if the girl friend zones you, you're done. Um, eventually, through long contemplation, lots of second guessing and a little bit of hesitation, the girl thinks she knows who she would like to fill the blank space. Once she's made her decision, she must be validated. This is a very important decision after all. She's looked at a couple of decent candidates who all want to be more than friends, and she wants to make sure that she's chosen the proper one. So she then counsels with her closest female friends, usually in the bathroom, I assume. Honestly, there's no way they're taking that long, and even if they are, how could the whole group of girls be on the same schedule? After receiving confirmation from her friends and asking around to make sure that she's pegged the dude as who he is, she'll prepare to fill the blank space. But she isn't positive though. She's about to write the name in the blank space, but maybe just the first letter. So that way she can still change her mind if she wants to. She knows what everyone else thinks at this point, but now she wants to know what he thinks. So rather than asking him directly, she puts the man to a test or to a series of tests to see if he really lives up to the blank space. And this phenomenon, uh, phenomenon is often labeled by men as games, playing games, or dang, this is confusing. So this test could be a test to see if he's interested. It could be a test to see if he really fits her criteria. And it could simply be a test of, of character. But if the man acts too interested, then he loses his chance to fill the blank space. And if he acts not interested enough, then he also loses his opportunity to be in the blank space. He also will lose his opportunity to be in the blank space if she has had a misconception of who he is beforehand, before the test. But if by some miracle he passes, then she will write his name in the blank space. And so each test is specifically tailored to the criteria that the woman has. So although she can't necessarily describe her specific criteria, she will put the man to some kind of game or some kind of test that will prove that he fills the blank space and that he fills her individualized criteria. And so if you're a guy and you're wanting to figure out how, how a girl fills her blank space, the best way might be to go off of how she plays games with other dudes and kind of reverse engineering to see what she's looking for in a dude. Uh, I don't know if that's really gonna work, but that might be a better option than just trying to guess what she's looking for. And again, you shouldn't just try to fill a girl's blank space because if she doesn't love you for who you are, then she ain't the one. But anyways, moving on past that, um, I don't know if the girl, when she fills the blank space, I don't know if she'll actually write that down anywhere physically, but she'll probably at least think of what her name would sound like if she had his last name. 
once she's filled her blank space, she starts showing interest in the guy. And if she's on the list, then pretty quickly they'll be in a committed relationship. If she's not on the list, which is highly unlikely, if they've been spent, if her and the guy have been spending a lot of time together, um, then eventually her crush will fade out. But let's let's think about this. Really, she's probably on the guy's list, and so there's really not a huge chance that she is going to fail if she starts pursuing a dude. But if she does, then it will fade out eventually. And how, how until the blank space is filled again, she won't pursue another man. She'll, she might start to consider other men around her to fill the space, but her heart still belongs to the dude she had a crush on until his name is fully faded. One girl once described this to me like a like writing Sharpie on a whiteboard, so it's semi-permanent, but with enough dry erase marker and erasing, you can get it out. And so eventually that name will disappear regardless of whether they dated or whether he rejected her, but it's still kind of going to be there. There might be some marks. And eventually, even when she has a new blank space, she'll have molded it just a little bit differently to shape it around the last guy that she had a crush on because she learned something from that relationship that she likes in a guy or she learned something from pursuing that dude of something that she wants. And so her blank space will change each time after each guy. So she doesn't recycle it and reuse the blank space, but she creates a new blank space right after that's slightly different, molded into a slightly different puzzle piece that fits not only her individualized criteria, but something else that reminds her of the past guy. Um, and so because there is series of blank spaces and series of liking a guy for girls, a guy's timing to get a girl to like him must be perfect. It has to be during a blank space phase. So not only does he have to fit this individualized criteria, but he must also be able to go after her in a time when she's actually looking for someone. So there's no clear way to give an example, but I'm going to give one anyways, just so that way we can try to avoid as much confusion as we possibly can. So Alice doesn't have a crush on anyone. She finally has gotten over her longtime boyfriend, Liam, because the dude was a tool. She hangs out with mostly guys because girls are too much drama, but she's just friends with the guys. She hangs out with them and she reminds them all of the time, which is a necessity. And that, and that really is true. You really do have to remind those guys that are friends that they're just friends or else they might get the wrong idea because they do have a list. And so if they're in the friend zone, keep them there, remind them that they're, they're there, label them there. It's just going to be easier for everybody. So just keep that in mind. But anyways, she just wants to be friends with all of them, except for maybe one guy named Todd and also possibly Jeff. Um, she kind of prefers Todd, but she's not really sure. He fits her criteria for a guy that she might date, but she's not known him for very long. He's also shown interest in her at times, but so has Jeff. Eventually, she spends more time with Todd and decides that she does want to see where things will go with him, and she gets to know him better. Jeff is probably friend-zoned at this point, but she has not told him that yet. She wants to be sure that she's right about Todd, though, so she starts to avoid him just a little bit. Not enough to make him think that she's not interested, but enough to make him prove that he's really someone she can trust. This makes things more confusing for guys because sometimes there are girls that are just trying to avoid them because they don't like them. And then there are also girls that are trying to avoid them to prove their trust. And so playing games kind of adds a little bit of an interesting dynamic for dudes and might make dudes go after, for, uh, after a girl that he thinks is playing games with her. But really, she's just trying to avoid him. But anyways, during this time of avoidance, she talks to her girlfriends about Todd. They all seem to approve. 
And Todd responds to Alice's avoidance by showing the perfect amount of coolness and interest, and she puts him in her blank space. She crushes over Todd and eventually lets him know that she likes him. She might show it in various ways, but probably not verbally. He might not get it the first couple times, but eventually he will, and they'll start to date. If they break up, she'll still hold feelings for him, but eventually she'll surrender those feelings, and generally she'll be able to start over again, but she'll start with another blank space before starting to process it over. There's no way to break down the blank space theory in any shorter terms than just explained. I've already left out a lot of intricacies and combined those intricacies with the unknown and most girls will scoff that I don't know what I'm talking about. And this may be true, but I feel pretty good for understanding at least a fragment of what's going on. And so in the blank space theory, remember, it's not just that the theory is confusing, but it is fundamental that the girl herself is confused. 